Uh, welcome back to Talking Sack. Uh, this week we got a really special guest for you guys. Uh, it's Caleb. Uh, how are you doing, Caleb? Doing fantastic. I'm ready to start talking sack if <laughs> if you don't mind. No, I'm ready whenever. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Caleb, um, probably a lot of people that listen to this are mutuals with you on Twitter, so they'll probably have a decent idea of who you are, but uh, Caleb is a writer. Uh, he's a, a very good one at that. Um, I don't, I think we met mutually through wrestling probably, unfortunately, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, it, it'd be like, Lord that. knows, <laughs> it, Lord knows the cesspool of wrestling, but you know, I try and take them relationships outside of it. So I'm, I, I, I explained on Twitter not so long ago, I'm like, I'm not a wrestling fan. I'm mm-hmm. just a dude who happens to like wrestling. Like, there's a, there's a clear and cut difference. The more and more you, you exist within that space, you realize the difference between the two. Yeah, and I, I did actually kind of want to talk about that. I don't normally talk about wrestling on this podcast, where I try my best not to, because uh, I, I, I trust me, I get it. It yeah. brings a lot of hashtag discourse. Yeah, and I don't know people. I, I assume the people that listen to this also listen to other wrestling things, and I, I I also don't watch wrestling all that much anymore, so I don't I don't talk about it as much as I once was. But uh, I I have I thought a lot about uh, that tweet specifically because it's. Over like at least the past year or so, I think my wrestling fandom personally has been uh, just kind of uh, has taken a hit just because other people uh, in the wrestling like world or whatever are just the worst people. And it's <laughs> to distance yourself as much from those people as possible is a really good thing to do. So Yeah, I, uh, in terms of that, I just I think uh, just at the core of wrestling itself it really does test how much you care about it considering there's no one there so you got to really appreciate it from a different lens but as far as the people i try not to let them dictate it i just Mm -hmm. know the culture and the aura surrounding it so i'm just i don't really associate myself with that because i don't want to be caught up with the wrong people or like if i head into wrestling writing i don't want to be caught up with certain people and you know mm-hmm. exactly who i'm talking about yeah i do um like you you don't want to be put in that same bubble because i don't like i'm not defined by wrestling i just like wrestling like wrestling was never mm-hmm. the thing that made me who i am i that was music above all else yeah and but what, oh go ahead oh no no sorry i was just yeah <laughs> the, the, with the with wrestling it's just like i i loved wrestling my first memories were mm-hmm. jeff hardy at armageddon winning the belt because he was the coolest fucking dude because he fucking flipped all over the place but like you know that nowadays it's like all right well that's not all that you're defined by jeff hardy was more than just the dude who flipped he had more to that yeah and you I know th- there was more stories and all that i think that's probably how most people like our age probably got into wrestling was like uh, Jeff Hardy in like 2008, 2009 era <laughs> or mm-hmm. a little before that even uh, just cause like most of the people I ask like uh, that like are in their early twenties, uh, mid twenties or whatever. It's, it's usually like Jeff Hardy uh, or it's uh, John Cena. Just one of, one of the two usually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's of course it's Jeff Hardy. I mean, yeah. he was the fucking coolest and it did shock me how long it took him to put the boat on him. But at the same time, I do get it because, like, you know, you don't want to put the belt on somebody who has the end, who had the, you know, those situations where he was getting busted for wellness policy or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know if 
even WWE might have made the right decision just never really having it on him before anyways because yeah uh, as soon as he would, I mean he uh, I, I'm glad he's getting better too and he's uh, I assume he's not uh, doing drugs as much as he used to or anything but uh, yeah at, at least like uh, every, like the infamous like victory road thing or whatever where he was just uh, drugged out of his mind and couldn't wrestle or whatever yeah that that was my that was my brand for a while because i was like that's my favorite wrestler and i'm gonna make that me because i feel that <laughs> it's just it's just existing on a day-to-day basis like i just felt that picture more and more because i was like yeah. I, I like i'll wake up in the morning i'm like god like i'm really here it's a it, it is a very funny photo and I, I show that match usually to everyone that like uh asks me about wrestling or whatever just because at, at, at like the very least it's very funny um even if oh, they yeah. don't like super understand the context or whatever it's like up there for with me with like steiner math and shit like that I, like t- mm-hmm. tna just has a bunch of like random shit you can show like uh like lower level wrestling fans and then they'll think it's either good well, oh yeah, just yeah, yeah. Laugh at no, it. like if if you can like TNA, you can like just about anything in wrestling. Yeah, even especially now, like if you if you find anything worth watching and and impact, <laughs> like more power to you. Yeah, I don't know. I I kind of feel bad for people who watched Impact. Uh, if anyone actually did watch it and liked it, just because of like I assume it's just kind of like AEW two now um yeah and that's whatever i'm not the biggest kenny omega guy i don't i think most people know i'm not the like the biggest kenny omega guy but oh i mean that there's a clear and cut difference between the guy we saw in japan and the guy we see now like the sauce yeah. just, just the sauce ain't the same no. you know you're not the you're mm-hmm. not the same dude at all you you lost a little bit of swagger and sure you could be like oh they're ironically doing it because he's a heel or whatever mm-hmm. but like what heel do you want to watch every week that is so swaggerless like <laughs> the least you can the least you can do is have a little bit of sauce to it you don't got none yeah you and it's that. it's very bad when you like compare it to smackdown and you see what roman reigns is doing and then you have to go like, uh, look over at aew and you just see how the uh, kenny omega is just Floundering. yeah and you're like yeah and you're like oh well that's the point he's a heel da, 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 da. but like nah heels are supposed to like you're supposed to hate them but they also aren't supposed to be loose like I, I don't like hate kenny omega i just i kind of feel bad for him more than anything that, yeah no that that's the big thing that whole elite roster that's why i'm always saying like free hangman free pack because i'm just like we're not we're just spinning our wheels doing the same shit like mm-hmm just bring the sauce back i don't know if it was something in the air in japan or something but like it was it's a clear difference because even like before he went to japan he was in america again and he had even worse than than now like it it was real bad before i don't know if like maybe like the american style of wrestling just doesn't like suit him well or whatever but he just he just hasn't seemed like uh, anything worth watching on AEW. granted i don't watch the show very often but when i do watch it it's not necessarily uh it doesn't it doesn't grab my attention really granted the american style and just about anything doesn't it isn't really worth much oh no not really (laughs) in all things like the american style is really reductive you know Mm -hmm. yeah there's a ton of issues with like american wrestling in general that i think like they could probably scoop from japan and make it like a little better i i I, i don't like most of I, I prefer, I think, I think I like New Japan in the way, because I, I, I don't watch it, like, weekly, and I've never watched it weekly, mm-hmm. like, I do Raw, so it probably holds, like, some mystique, and I don't, do they mm-hmm. do, like, weekly shows for New Japan? Like, I don't think so. I mean, I 
want to say they do, but nobody watches it. I guarantee yeah. you, nobody. Or, like they do, like the um, they have like their American span expansion. Yeah. I forget the name of it. It's like um, but like Kenta was over there. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of like Jeff Cobb. A whole bunch of white dudes were over there. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, and I'm not really sure how great like New Japan is even right now because like, uh, Will Ospreay was their champion for a couple months and. Yes, uh, they did put the belt on on Shingo though, which yeah, does give good. me a glimmer of optimism. But like, they've only got like maybe three dudes that I want to yeah. like really see in and out of there, so yeah. it's tough. And I forget the Moxley's had like their USA title for like two years or something now. Not even like that title matters all that much, but when, mm-hmm. that's like their second belt now because they unified the IC title with the world title. So yep. I'm not entirely and... sure what they're doing, but <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, you would think they would have put it on kenzo you know it's like oh we got to keep the american expansion whatever that does yeah and i think it's more of like for exposure or whatever because they're just like oh if we keep the usa title and aw then it'll at least see american eyes every once in a while even if it's every once in a while even if it's like less than a million people every week yeah because he because he don't even bring that uh, well not even that he just doesn't bring it to the ring like yeah you got the title and you don't even bring it with you he brings it sometimes but yeah that's true. but like that ain't really mm-hmm. that you know that ain't his brand like oh i'm fighting for the aw title what i'm bringing the new japan shit for yeah and like even i don't know it's it is weird and i feel like they even like people complained about like how moxie was booked in like wwe and it wasn't great like don't get me wrong but they're not like doing anything with him now but i, I guess like i mean you can't do anything but you can't do something with everyone all the time but like they're exactly. lo- they're losing to the young bucks on like weekly tv now <laughs> so yeah i mean that's that's kind of tough in itself listen to the young bucks every week but i mean yeah you can't do everything every everything with everybody Mm -hmm. all the time and like i don't know i guess it's all about priorities and all things considered more times than not the fed doesn't usually fuck up that bad unless they put like somebody who's like egregious no like that's the thing they, 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 they don't do that as much anymore like they're not trotting out mason ryan every week like Like they were in the early 2010s like everybody complains now but i remember when it was really fucking bad and i didn't watch the shit yeah like wwe absolutely does misuse some people but it's never the people that uh people claim they misuse uh Mm -hmm. like when ec3 got released people for like months were saying that he he was misused on the roster or whatever and like yeah he's now doing like death matches on small indie circuits so i can't imagine what he would be doing in wwe if like even tna doesn't really want him back don't don't even get me started on ec3 hell like the whole indie wrestling mm-hmm. deathmatch shit like ec3 nah. is on roh zach Ryder's doing the deathmatch shit and nah, i I, shit I really don't like deathmatches at all I don't, I don't i don't get it it's just not for me but i mean if you're gonna do it you might as well go like legit like the ones in japan are fucking nuts yeah i think... like in america like in america they'll just like Mm-hmm. do nasty shit just to do nasty shit but yeah like... i've watched some of the japan ones i like some of the earlier like mcfoley matches or whatever and those are like put together and like uh they're choreographed correctly whereas like the ones in america are just like two super drunk dudes just shoving skewers into each other's head for no reason that's exactly <laughs> it like when i watch nick gage matches i'm like oh yeah he just yeah i think he's th- fine this is what's he... gonna happen for like 30 minutes yeah i'm sure nick gage is like a, a fine person or whatever but like he's, oh, he's, yeah. it's, he's just not really my thing and i don't know there's a lot of indie wrestlers who just aren't really my thing but everyone uh, everyone all the time claims that like 
indie wrestling is better than it's ever been which is just a lie <laughs> oh yeah no that's just the worst thing you could say i mean i think the landscape in general of wrestling is great but yeah. indie wrestling is probably at its worst because of all these other places that are taking yeah. out of indie wrestling there's only like maybe two indie wrestlers that i think are like legit yeah i think like every week there's discourse like just a list of uh people they just list every indie wrestler and they're like oh mm -hmm. these people and then they put like fucking effie on there and i don't <laughs> just like i don't i don't know man like if your bar is like uh effie then i we're in trouble and discourse is the discourse is a great word because that's like that's that's the big buzzword and mm -hmm this little bubble which is why like I, I like sometimes i just get myself caught up i'm like man i shouldn't engage in that because it's like who cares like i don't care like yeah. I, like 10 minutes after i tweet something i uh within wrestling i'm just like i'm not thinking about that again please leave me alone <laughs> yeah I, I think every day i wake up or like just sometime around like four or five in the afternoon there's just some new shit people are yelling about and i've, I've mostly checked out of those i just I think every once in a while I'll try to, like, uh, give my two cents if I'm, like, super bored or if I have something, like, uh, poignant to say. But most of the time I'm just yeah. like, yeah, y'all have fun. I'm <laughs> I'm over this. More times than not, they don't have anything, like, anything worth saying. Mm -hmm. They just, like, I, I did say this as well. Like, a lot of wrestling Twitter, this also coincides with, like, a lot of stands, whatever. Like, these people are, like, making up for the fact that they weren't cool in real life <laughs> so they're like trying to be like oh i'm on the internet and i'm empowered and i got all these followers like yeah but they don't know you you was out here getting scrubbed in real life that's not you <laughs> yeah i don't it's it is weird because every, every day you'll see just someone like defend a wrestler and they're just like like you're 35 i don't know what you're doing like <laughs> at 35 you ain't got no bitches like bro what are you doing I don't know. It, it, it's weird. Like, I don't know how much longer I'll be on Twitter in my life. And I, if I am on Twitter, like, into my middle 30s or whatever, I'm really hoping I'm not still arguing with people on the fucking no, social media. At, at some point, at some point, you'll get past that. Like, right, yeah. I'm almost past it now. And, the, like, the big reason that I think I'm on Twitter is just because it's kind of part of my job yeah. to, to build an audience and to have people look at what i'm doing mm. like, i mean you know yeah. and unless unless i like i could just write shit into the oblivion and have no idea who's reading it and whatnot but you mm. know i don't think that's very vindicating and i think i kind of lose my mind after a while like yo who's even reading this like yeah i may have put this on like billboard or some shit but like these are just faceless people reading it who's like really engaging with it who's giving a fuck about it yeah, I agree. I mean, the only reason I'm really on Twitter anymore either is just because, like, I, I have a ton of, like, friends who are on there and stuff. And, like, yeah. it's always good to, like, meet new people on Twitter or just social media apps in general. But, like, yeah, at, 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 at some point, it's just, like, I could just get your phone number or something and just never come back on Yeah, the get, the, get the phone number or, like, <laughs> if you want to, like, build the community aspect of Twitter, which I think is what it's best for. You, There are, like, other mediums for that. Mm -hmm. Like, I, people are use Discord. If I use Discord more, I you know this would be a lot easier but i just i hop on every once in a while me and my guy meals will like watch a movie or some shit yeah i'm on here a ton my, my friends are on here a lot so we have like servers and stuff too so like i think this is yeah. good i like a, a lot of my twitter friends aren't on discord though and it's just it's weird because like um just like accidentally like being lumped into like the group of people that like are friends with robert o'neill or whatever 
uh, it's weird it's it's weird to like even like describe that to like people who are like my IRL friends or whatever because I just have no idea why I'm like uh bantering with these 30 year old men all the time <laughs> yeah because you I don't know I think at some point you do get kind of lumped in like oh you're in this group like I mean I'm just a regular yeah. dude bro like who would say that I'm just and, here yeah I mean it's yeah it's, like we'd just be chilling yeah it's fun like I'm I mean I'm friends with like a, a lot of different people and a lot of different groups of people too and like I, I don't know I I just don't want to get like uh lumped in just in case someone says something stupid and then we have to like defend myself over what someone else said that's so. the that's the big fucking thing you don't want to be looped in the whole one like especially in the wrestling shit like you don't mm-hmm. want to be looped in with those people because you know what those people are like after a while yeah as much as i like love robert or whatever and i, I don't think robert would ever say anything bad i just i don't i don't trust everyone in the group enough to do that and i don't trust anyone yeah. really on twitter in general to not have a lapse in judgment one day and then uh just <laughs> every- everybody got every everybody yeah. got like some sort of lapse in judgment yeah. which is why like I, it's so important for people to cultivate empathy for one another because like yeah. everybody go- everybody gonna fuck up one day then like everybody and everybody's gonna catch you slipping one day yeah i mean but, I, like that's yeah. fine like just know that that's not who you are yeah and i i'd rather be like responsible for myself than other people so i, I mean i'll take full responsibility for my actions if i'm ever like messing up that badly but i try my hardest not to yeah man if like if you're wilding one day fuck it like you're wilding one day but like i know yeah. that's not who you are every day you're not yeah. on here acting corny and being wild all the time yeah i mean I, some days i'll say something stupid but it's never like that dumb it's just kind of <laughs> Yeah, like we're, bro what are you talking about like it's that kind of thing like yeah. that, that shit just happens like yeah. you know every again everybody gets caught up i yeah. got caught up more than a few times and i was just like all right i gotta get the fuck <laughs> off here yeah. it's not even like i mean there's a lot of discourse on like twitter that's bad too not even like wrestling like every day i see someone like talk about fucking marvel movies all the time or whatever discourse man (laughs) fucking discourse that's the i don't know that's the big word in all of this Mm -hmm. is fucking discourse just like bro i enjoy it like yeah marvel movies and dc movies it's like they're they're fine that you know the best stuff is like unique because they're not like confound to the superhero genre like they do different shit movies or something <laughs> yeah yeah fucking marvel movies and shit uh, i was just saying that um like the great shit is not confound to like the superhero genre like they'll no. do different shit like the best stuff like winter soldier is a spy movie uh mm-hmm. fucking logan is a western uh dark knight is like you know it has the usual christopher nolan philosophy shit yeah or um spider-verse is like you know the like moving yeah i love a lot of the marvel movies i just think like uh a lot of people take take it a little too far and not, not necessarily the marvel movies like all superhero movies in general people for some reason feel the need to pick like allegiances like in wrestling i guess as well yeah. but to like corporations that make movies yeah it's very clickish and i'm just like bro who cares like we pick in snyder over one person or like fucking the marvel shits the fucking russo brothers over the other shits and i'm just like bro if the movie's good the movie's good i don't really care about like i don't know them like that like like if Mm. you know them by all means bro like you could support your friend because that's the like like if you're cool with them Mm -hmm. by all means but like more times than not these just like random ass people 
Yeah, they're just defending Zack Snyder on Twitter for no reason. And yeah, act- like, you, like, you can think that they make good movies, and that's perfectly fine, but, like, don't be weird about it. Like, they don't know you. Yeah, it's, like, I think I, I've talked about it on the podcast before or whatever, but it's, like, um, it was, like, the Zack Snyder shit was so weird to me. Like, I, like, I understand, like, what happened to him was tragic or whatever, but, like, people, just because he, like, came back and made the movie, like, I don't, like... I, I thought the new Justice League was good or whatever, but people were acting like it's the best movie ever. And if you look at Letterboxd or whatever, it's got like a four stars or something. And oh, it's it's very like uh yeah. What what I like about uh that movie is that it's very fast and furiousy. Uh yeah, I agree. It's it's very it's very fast and furiousy. It's a bit indulgent, a little bit yeah. over so sometimes. It's like also, the slow, like if we cut out all the, like a lot of the slow mo, like we're moving towards like mm-hmm. one of the better comic book movies ever. But sometimes like it'll take the momentum yeah. out of the action. But I'm just getting into like a little shit that I like about movies. Yeah, it's also four hours long. Like I, I don't mind long yeah. movies sometimes, but like it's a superhero movie. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. We don't we don't need like four hours per se. Like if we cut that down to like. Like we didn't need every scene, but if that was like a two and a half hour movie, yeah. or like like a two and a half hour, maybe even three, because like Endgame was bordering on long, it didn't need to be that yeah. long either. But that mm-hmm. at least that was encapsulating like ten years worth of fucking movies. So like yeah. there, I understood it. Four hours here is just like all right. Well, we've only had like three, four movies to build on this. Yeah, that's another thing I don't really. I mean, I get why people are trying to like shotgun universes now. But because Marvel made just an insane amount of money, but they're not mm-hmm. doing it like correctly. They're just like, all right, two movies, and then we'll push out Justice League already. Mm-hmm. So like, people, yeah, go ahead. Justice League would have been a better movie if they released like the Flash movie beforehand, and they cut out like the Flash intro scene, or they released like a Cyborg movie, and they just cut out oh, the yeah. Cyborg intro stuff. Because you can save like yeah. two hours just on the Cyborg intro stuff. Just like it's establishing characters ahead of time, but like mm-hmm. I, I, I think the big thing with Zack Snyder and I, a lot of the critiques don't have a lot to do with him. I think it just has to do a lot with Warner Brothers wanting to do it a certain way, and mm-hmm. that fucks up like the creative and like I'm sure Zack Snyder's you know very nerdy about his comic books and shit so he would have wanted to do a Flash movie first he wanted to do a Cyborg movie first but like you know and I'm sure he wouldn't have wanted to do the Batman vs Superman shit so soon that's why it was Mm -hmm. fucking three hours plus on the extended edition because he was like well shit if they're gonna make me jump to Batman vs Superman in the second fucking movie like Mm -hmm. I guess I gotta cram a bunch of shit in there yeah it's kind of weird like that they went from like they did one superman movie because i guess they i they're kind of trying to play off the fact that there was like three batman movies that came out within the decade before mm-hmm. um but then they went from the one superman movie to like the batman movie and then they did wonder woman then they did justice league which i guess like those are your big three but there's also there's just so much shit that like they rushed through i guess like in the theatrical release of the movie at least the theatrical mm-hmm. release of that movie is really bad because of that reason. Because they were trying to condense it to two hours, I think. While yeah, also leaving miss, in like, the, like, introductory stuff that doesn't need to be there. But Right. And, like, you're missing a lot of it. Because he's like, I gotta introduce these characters and what they're about and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, yeah. you only got two hours. Like, what do you mean I only got two hours? You made me jump, like, fucking five movies down the line to get to this Batman or Superman shit. Yeah. And I, I don't know. And they also 
introduce Wonder Woman in that movie too. Like I feel like they just overbooked the hell out of the DC movies. Because like even mm-hmm. with the Flash one that's coming up, it I think they're doing Flashpoint already to try to like bro like uh, already yeah because they I think they're doing it out of like necessity at this point because like half the actors that were in the Justice League movie aren't gonna be doing them anymore. Uh, like cyborgs out because the production team treated him like shit ben affleck doesn't want to do it anymore and i I don't think henry cavill wants to do it anymore either so you kind of have to like Mm -hmm. completely recast most of them and i don't know what they're doing with the robert pattinson batman i guess i i don't know even the walking phoenix joker does anything yeah oh i mean the walking phoenix joker i mean that's a complicated movie in itself it's like oh man you know like i guess crazy people am i right that's the movie in its whole they're probably just making a bunch of dc like adjacent projects just to do them and they're not connected by any means which is yeah which is is fine what i prefer yeah like i don't need everything to like link up like i want a good justice league movie and i got it i also want like uh, a good like green lantern movie at some point and i don't necessarily need it to be like in the same universe as those movies i just want good movies yeah yeah so, yeah, yeah that that's it we just want good movies and like if you're gonna do a universe you gotta do it right because like I, I think people are understating just how what how fucking big a universe is supposed to be yeah. like the marvel shit is 20 30 movies and they took all those movies into one big payoff that yeah. you know was condensed into three hours and the thing about the marvel movies even still is like a lot of them i guess not a lot of them but like some of them aren't good and like I'm, I'm a good, oh, yeah. like half of them are probably kind of forgettable, even if they're technically mm-hmm. good movies. Like I don't know the last time I've ever thought about uh, the first Incredible Hulk or like Ant Man and the Wasp or whatever. Which mm-hmm. I mean, real average movies. Like yeah. I, 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 like the big thing with especially the fucking Ant Man movie is like they'll take out someone with a unique voice and they're like, all right, well, we'll yeah. you know take bits of what you had and make this uh, into something very whatever. I would have loved an Edgar Wright Ant Man movie. I think that would have that would have been a lot better than what we ended up getting, especially with like Ant- would, the first Ant Man was had, good. Okay, I, I think the first Ant Man was good. I think Ant Man the Wasp was very bad. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it was so bad because like at least with the first one, the yeah. first Ant Man it had like bits of Edgar Wright's personality in it. The second one, they were like, "Well, shit, yeah. we got to make a movie now." Yeah, and I wish they got more like unique directors to do movies because I know they got uh, Taika Waititi to do the Thor movies and the Ragnarok turned out great because you could obviously mm-hmm. see his personality in it. Um, but right. like, I I can't name most of the directors for the most of the Marvel movies, and I think that's probably an issue. <laughs> Cause, yes, because they're all very homogenous. Like I know the Russos do some of them, and I like I can kind of tell when it's a Russo movie, but like other than that, like. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think they did the Winter Soldier, which was yeah. fucking awesome, and that was unique. And then at some point, they kind of fell in line a little bit, where it was like, all right, well, this is another Marvel movie. We got to hit the same beats with the quips and all that. Yeah. You know, it's very quippy, and that's probably the biggest complaint you can have for it. It's like, all right, well, yeah. you is- know, you're like the tone of this is all fucked up. Why are we? bringing in jokes at the expense of Thor's trauma. Like, yes, we don't have to be serious all the time, but there's, like, a time and a place for it. There's there's balance on all of this. Yeah, it's it's just super weird to me that in Endgame, like, it's supposed to be just, like, a super... Not, it's, it, I mean, it's a Marvel movie, so it doesn't need to be super serious, like you said, but, like, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's just weird that, like, throughout the entire movie, like, there's just a running joke that Thor got, like, depressed and fat. 
and then now he's just mm-hmm. fat the entire time. Mm-hmm. As like and like the, you know he's like crying and shit, and then they'll like make fun of him five seconds later. I'm like, bro, did we not just have a serious moment here? Like you're, like I was I was watching something about uh, Wonder Woman not too long ago, mm-hmm. and there was this bit about I think Patty Jenkins said it, but she was like a, a lot of movies tend to cower away at the idea of like embracing. Uh, like it's genuineness in favor of not coming off cheesy but you know she embraces it she embraces that in wonder woman mm-hmm. and you know with a movie like the first spider-man the first spider-man movies like those mm-hmm. are very cheesy movies but like now you'll have some other movie where like now they're too scared to come off like real and genuine they gotta you know be like oh well this is epic but you know gotta be real tongue-in-cheek about it like no man like if you're gonna do it like just embrace it and if it's cheesy whatever like you just gotta make it feel earned and they feel like they're scared to make it feel earned because they don't want to fuck up and that and that's what makes it fuck up like it's a it's a superhero movie so like there's already gonna be like a cheese factor there like in general Mm -hmm. because it's grown men and tights just fighting each other in like a city uh so like i I don't understand not leaning into it which was kind of like one of my biggest things with like man of steel was like that 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 didn't really feel like superman to me just because like mm-hmm. if you like look at all the other superman products and i guess you don't need to make like uh movies or whatever the exact same every time uh mm-hmm. but like it was it was very dark and like <laughs> gloomy all the time yeah and, like it was it was just shot weirdly and it's like superman's not necessarily supposed to be like a dark product he's just kind of supposed to be like a, a generic like feel-good superhero for the most part and like you can do it dark, but yeah. it's gotta like have a purpose to it. Like yeah. it just looked kind of dark and gloomy just for the sake of being dark. Like bringing in those elements don't feel earned. Mm-hmm. That that was the big bit. So I was just like, okay, well now it's just dark and gloomy and it looks like shit. But like if it's earned, it mm-hmm. it'll be great. Like you can have dark Batman, and yeah, it's yeah. easier because he's like a darker character, but you know those moments are earned because you flesh out the character why they feel this way it's not just dark because you know oh mm-hmm. superman's a little sad here uh yeah and it i've also felt that way about like the new disney movies or whatever where they're making like fucking uh mm-hmm. gritty reboots of <laughs> their own properties. remaking remaking all of them into like live action shit like the yeah. fucking aladdin movie was egregious yeah it that was really bad the lion king was also lion king was oh weird and, and like why would you make a cgi animated movie of a and it's movie about the, like animals? it's the same it's the same movie but it looks like shit now so like what did you even do it for why mm-hmm. don't i just watch the original and look at something that's like pleasant to look at yeah i i don't understand it i also don't understand the like villain origin story movies they've started doing like Maleficent yeah, fucking, and Cruella, Cruella. Yeah. Like who need who needs those? Like who 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 are those for? Yeah, I mean, like I don't know. I think they're. I think people realize like Disney is their per certain people's personalities. So mm-hmm. now they're like, all right, well, let's just market it towards people that are gonna embrace this anyway. And yeah. that's you know it makes for less than stellar product. But I mean, are they really like it's. It, there's a lot of focus grouping and a lot of content. Yeah, and I guess rather that, than just making good shit. And I guess it's not even just Disney anymore. Like just a bunch of uh, production studios are just making origin stories for their characters. Like the, there's a Willy Wonka origin story coming out. 
Like, mm-hmm. like I, I don't need to know too much. And I think, like, the absence of information makes some characters better anyways than, yes. like, knowing absolutely everything you need to know about someone. Because I just, I truly Ab- don't care. <laughs> absolutely. And very rarely do they, like, take risks in these things because they're so focus group. That's... That's the big absence in a lot of movies is that they don't take a lot of risks and, yeah. you know, they're so focus group like, all right, well, these are the people that are going to like this and these are the people that are going to like this. But like either you're going to lean into how stupid and ridiculous it is, like Fast and Furious, which makes those movies so fucking fun to watch, mm-hmm. or you're going to make something that's like genuinely great. The worst thing that you can do is bore me. That is the yeah. worst thing. And that's how I felt about a lot of, um, like, not newer Disney movies, but, like, just, like, all the reboots or whatever, because there's, like, there's nothing Mm -hmm. that stands out about them. Like, the Aladdin thing, it's bad, and then, like, Lion King, Mm -hmm. it's just worse, because it's, like, muted colors, and there's no, like, uh, it's, it's harder to make animals emote when they're just supposed to look like normal animals than they are, like, cartoony animals. Like yeah, that movie. Yeah, that movie's just fucking uh, like Animal Planet shit, yeah. but with Donald Glover doing voiceovers. Yeah, it's it, it's very that that one's the strangest to me because like it's it, it's the least. Uh, it's not even it's not even like a live action movie because there's nothing in it that's real. <laughs> yes, it's just a very well like... animated Lion King that looks worse because it's well animated. Yeah, like it's not they'll like try and like make it more real like in its animation and sure you can like that's cool like with the jungle book movie but is the story any good like you can be technically impressive all you want but like at this at some point you gotta do something worth looking at yeah my rule i guess for like if a movie should be remade is or like expanded upon is if the technology when the movie was made was not good enough to do what the director like was trying to do or it could be improved upon kind of like blade runner or whatever like i think the first blade runner is very good and it still holds up very well but like with the technology they had like a couple years ago when they made 2049 it uh it's like it's clear that like they've they had the budget to do it and they they just went all out with it making like right a very good movie in the world that they had because they finally had uh, the technology to make the world look like they wanted to even yeah, though I, I think when, I think Ridley Scott does a very good job at techno or like making stuff look good, like with the Alien movies too. Like he definitely he he's very talented. He was very talented at making stuff look good in the eighties and seventies. Definitely, I I think with uh that Blade Runner, uh the new Blade Runner, the newest Blade Runner, mm-hmm. was a great example because that was a universe that had so much room to grow there was new ideas to insert there it wasn't just like all right well you know let's have this thing that is already pretty cut and dry like there's nothing really worth exploring there yeah where where with like blade runner it's like all right well let's explore this place that's like all fucked up and because of you know how the earth was and inserting uh i forget the the fucking people uh what like harrison ford and those Mm -hmm. kind of people were called but um no. yeah no like you had oh, like the, a purpose to it yeah like replicants or whatever replicants that's it yeah yeah it's I, i'm trying to think of other ones i guess because they're like remaking dune uh next year or whatever which i think i i've i haven't seen the first dune but it's it, that it's, one i think yeah. is gonna be good yeah or, or like when they uh did mad max a couple years ago and they could like yes. j- uh george miller could finally like do what he wanted with high-tech cars or whatever where he finally got a budget to do shit 
So, mm-hmm. like, shit like that's fine if you're going to make, like, a sequel to things. Um, I don't, yeah, definitely. I, I think they're doing, like, a prequel for, like, Furiosa or whatever in the Mad Max uh, universe or whatever, which is probably going to be fine. Um, yeah. But, like, I, again, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, really don't need yeah, to. I don't need a prequel. Like, if you wanted to make a sequel or another Mad Max movie in general, like, I'm fine with it. But, again, I, I don't need, like, a prequel for every character. Yeah. And what I, what I think was cool about the Mad Max shit is that, like, it told its whole story without dialogue. So you just, like, saw what was going on through the set pieces, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. Yeah. And, like, that movie's uh, very well made. And, like, it's clear that, like, it could only have been made with, like, this technology, like, the way that um, right. it should have been. And, like, that that's the kind of stuff that I want to see more in movies is, like, them taking risks and just doing... If they're going to make, like, remakes of something from the 90s or 80s and go all out with it, like, there's no reason to make, like, remake, like, rom-coms or whatever from the 80s. Like, they have been doing, like, mm-hmm. they, they, they remake, like, a bunch of old Kurt Russell movies or whatever for, yeah. like, no reason. Like, it... <laughs> yeah, because, it, like, all right, well, yeah, we got these movies, but what if we put Tim- Timothy Chalamet in there now? Maybe it'll be yeah, a good movie again. Like, just, okay. just because the movie is in 480p doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Like, you can <laughs> just remaster the movie and release it. Like, exactly, like... It, like you're just putting out mm-hmm. shit because it's like oh well you know now we put this other hot guy in the movie and now mm-hmm. it's good like yeah. nah man did you say anything new like there's a movie uh, Little Women that was remade yeah. and they took that with like a very concrete ending and yeah. it allowed a lot of exploration to do to do it a different way yeah. and I was like whoa like there's a lot more warmth and feeling behind it because they were like alright well I've got the story and we're gonna try it this way rather than just being like oh well I can just remake the exact same movie beat for beat but with new people and new actors yeah that's uh, that's something they kind of did in like the early 2000s with a ton of like foreign films or whatever like the 90s too where they, they just kind of oh my gosh re- yeah redid foreign films from like four years prior but with just yeah. the same story just with Americans and it just, mm-hmm, it just doesn't work. Like, it's that. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it, and yeah. you could, like, it's very jaded filmmaking. Like, yeah. I saw fucking, I was talking about this on another podcast. It was Spike Lee's Old, old Boy. boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I was like, what are we doing this for? And clearly yeah. you don't, like, care about this universe. Like, it's very jaded and distraught. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, like tired I, I've seen Spike Lee interviews about Old Boy. Like, I don't think... I, Spike Lee is a very good filmmaker, but I, he just doesn't. Mm-hmm. I don't think he cared at all about Old Boy. When, like, and yeah. you can tell when he doesn't care. Like he's not. And my dad always tells me, like, mm-hmm. oh, you can tell when someone's not a very good poker player because you can see it. And you know, in that sense, you could really see. Like he was just like, all right, well, I'm making this because I'm bringing in money and da 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 da. But you yeah. can tell when he makes like the do the right thing or the yeah. Five Bloods. Like there's yeah. a lot of love behind that movie and yeah like he's not very subtle but at least he gives a fuck and that's what makes the movie good yeah and i'm still kind of upset like i guess uh, about the five bloods not really getting any like love from award boards or anything because yeah that was, that i was honestly probably, like, forget what i forget what yeah. won a lot last year yeah i don't remember anything i just that was probably my favorite movie last year and it didn't really it didn't, Definitely. no one really cared about it i guess or none of the award people cared about it uh come like uh whatever mm-hmm. they whenever their end of the year thing is yeah i don't remember any of the awards from last year so yeah I, I saw the oscars for like a bit and then i was like oh they're probably gonna do nomadland and i turned it off and then i checked and i was like yeah they did nomadland whatever yeah, like like I... it's it's funny how that movie's got a lot of divisive reaction because 
one person told me they were like oh this is just poverty porn or another person my guy adam he was like oh this is just the longest super bowl commercial i've ever seen <laughs> and i thought that was hilarious but then other people are like oh this is good because x y and z and i'm like i'm, I'm sorry mm. yeah i don't know a lot of the i don't remember any of the like um oscar movies this year i know there's like that anthony hopkins movie that got a lot of award press or whatever uh don't really i don't I've, i haven't seen it and i don't really probably have any want to go see it uh i know there was like a weird thing about chadwick boseman not winning the oscar or whatever um, yeah but other than that they i don't kinda, yeah. they kind of teed that one up it was weird yeah but again like I, I don't really care about the oscars and i probably haven't for a few years just because they don't really give you a reason to and it's not like yeah. like they're always going to give the animated one to uh disney pixar or whatever um yeah it's weird you know they actually didn't do that uh, this year, Did they not? or the last year? No, they um, or I don't know. They I think, either gave I think, it. To, they either gave it to year, the Disney. I think they, this they year it did go to, to Soul, or, uh, or the, the the Soul Pixar. I think the year before they did it, but I don't remember what it was. I think this last year they gave it to this movie called The Wolf Walkers that I heard was really good. That was on yeah. Apple, and you know nobody ever watches like the Apple exclusive shit like it's so funny they <laughs> they rolled out like oh yeah we've got apple tv plus or whatever and nobody watches the shit it's so yeah. funny to me yeah i've I, there's so many good things on there uh that i just never look at because i just don't want to buy apple so who's watching TV? that shit yeah, who's watching who's apple watching TV? that shit like like oh we got a tom hanks movie i was like yeah i can catch a few of those later yeah. though <laughs> like it, it's not there's not a lot of urgency behind watching a lot of these things because a lot of it just feels like, oh, yeah, Apple made it. Cool. Yeah, and I'll watch it if I ever get, like, a free trial or if someone else happens to have Apple TV, but yeah, I'm, just, I'm not like going if, out of my way to buy it. So, Like, I've got, like, if I've got nothing in my queue, which is very rare, like, yeah. I'll, I'll be like, oh, well, fuck it. I guess I got an hour to burn. Yeah. I got, like, HBO Max a couple months ago, and I, I think that's probably my favorite streaming service right now. That's a good, that's a good investment, because there's, like, yeah. so much. There's the Studio Ghibli stuff. There's the Adult Swim stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of Warner Brothers stuff. It's, like, it's a lot to watch, and where with Netflix, it's, like, you know, there's a rotating cast of things that, yeah. you know, my biggest thing with HBO is that they'll let you know when something's leaving the streaming service, and, mm -hmm. like, they have its own section for that. Where with like Netflix, you gotta click on the movie and you'll just find out randomly, like, oh yeah, we're this movie's leaving at the end of the month, and I'm just like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's a bunch of like Twitter accounts dedicated to it, which is kind of sucks. So you have to like go to a third party to figure it out. But yeah, I do, yeah, like, I, why... I do appreciate HBO doing that because it helps me build like a list of shit I need to watch this week, or I won't yeah, be able to watch it. Yeah, like I'll like I'll have like something for the whole month. Like I'll probably go on a flight uh in a week or so and i'll just mm -hmm. be like cool i'll download this movie before it leaves yeah. and i'll knock it out on the plane yeah i mean that's always good like i always whenever i'm bored i'll just have like a list of hbo movies on my thing because I, I mean there's all there's too many <laughs> to watch so mm -hmm. kind of have to make time to watch movies sometimes i've been trying to watch more movies this year though i think i got like i i'm, I'm kind of low on movies compared to a lot of people i only have like 115 or so watched this year which is kind of high for me but, oh no people like trust i've only yeah. watched like maybe 15 movies this year yeah but uh, there's people on my timeline who are posting lists of like here's the uh my favorite movies of the first half of the year and it's like 250 different movies they've watched yeah i'm like just... fam how do you find the time but i guess i'm just like i'm the music guy so yeah. at some point like the music shit is gonna find me more than like the movie shit yeah that, that has been an area i've been kind of uh falling back on this year was like listening to new music i don't i don't know what it is i just uh 
haven't there's, I, there's so much shit out there there's yeah. so much shit so either so you're gonna find yourself at a point where it's like all right well i'm either gonna listen to everything which is impossible or i'm not gonna listen to everything and you end up falling back and listening to like i don't know 15 albums i usually just listen to like um if, if it's like a hyped up album like i listened to the j cole album or whatever which i thought was fine uh then i'll listen to like a couple other things uh but most of the time i get my like music to listen to from like uh you or like kyle or something <laughs> so oh yeah no kyle kyle the big yeah. kyle's a love kyle he's such a nerd yeah. about his detroit shit yeah I, but i mean like I, I just i listen to music where like i feel like everyone could fuck with it like there's a lane for everything and you can pick and choose what you want out of it like i'm not constricted to one thing but i yeah. just have so much time to be like all right well i can listen to plug music or i can listen to drake or i can listen to michigan music or i can listen to r&b or i can yeah, listen yeah. to like 80s country music like it's a ton of space for everything mm, yeah i try to diverse diversify what i listen to a ton it's just like especially with new stuff i get a lot behind on things that aren't rap and i think that's mostly just because like the people i'm around a lot of the time i and i also don't know like besides like pop albums or rap albums i don't know what really like comes out anymore like yeah I, i'm not sure like I'm, I'm not big into country really or i i, I, do, I like country music enough it's just I, i'm not big to know when albums are coming out and, oh yeah and yeah. i'm not sure rock really has a sound right now so i'm not really sure oh no <laughs> rock is basically just travis barker producing for mgk yeah and that's which by the way i think like he sounds much better on that than he ever did on yeah you know on I, rap shit. Yeah, I don't i don't care for uh mgk rapping at all it's not my thing he's his, his rock stuff's fine it's just kind of sad that like it's the only rock music being put out right now is just machine gun to be honest man i like so like my bloody valentine and forget me too they fucking rock yeah. and i think just that uh, has a lot to do with why like travis barker yeah. is so great yeah i like a lot of like the bands that are still like uh, out right now um i'm blanking on any new ones off the top of my head. exactly see but, it says a lot like you yeah. may like them but like if they space on you like that yeah. says a lot like that's that's you had to people have been talking to me about the j cole album yeah. for the past couple of weeks but like that's the only reason why i've thought about it like i haven't yeah. went back and listened to it outside of the one thing no i have I not uh me and my friend sometimes do like uh listen alongs or whatever for like new bigger albums i think we we listened to the j cole album together and then like we like we're starting to talk about it at the end and then we like we just got done listening to it and i don't think we really had anything to say about it <laughs> yeah it's like it's fine like i described yeah. it as 2k my career grind music like i need to get a bunch of vc and i'm mm. gonna sit here for the next three hours like that's basically what his music yeah, for it's... and i'm kind of i've kind of outgrown that yeah it's just kind of like background music it's just fine and i like background music to an extent i kind of mm -hmm. I, I try to listen to like more like vibe rap or whatever when i'm doing it like i'll try, I'll try to listen to like gunna or something when i'm just trying to like yeah because like if i'm doing like homework or i'm like working on something i don't necessarily need like uh j cole doing some conscious shit in the background so yeah and mind you he don't even say a lot no. he just sound like he say a lot yeah no that was what i was saying as well like when i first was like kind of talking to people about the album is like hey, he's saying things but like what what is he saying <laughs> yeah like it's just it's kind of whatever that's been the story of his career for a minute now yeah outside of like an album or two but like it's mainly just been like i can get mm -hmm. what I can get what he gives from other people that do it more 
vibrantly or more colorful. Like yeah. he just he's like the the archetype for a rapper. Like if you like you know, there's build a bear. If there was a build a rapper yeah. and you were like, All right, build the most standard rapper you can think of, J. Cole would probably yeah. be made nine times out of ten. Like he's like the Honda Civic of rap. He's the Honda Civic of rap. That's it. I'm quoting that on the timeline later. That's great. He's <laughs> yeah. the Honda Civic no, because he, he's overliable. Yeah, he's gonna be there forever, and he's never gonna like put out anything like awful. But like, yeah, I'm not but looking it's not, forward like, to listening not, to J. Cole. Yeah, no, I'm not. Like, I'm not pulling out the Lambo acting or anything. No, no. But you know, the Honda Civic. I need to get to the grocery store. Yeah, all right. it's there. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's whatever. I don't know. I. I used to like J. Cole a lot. When I was in high school, I listened to, like, uh, Forest Hills Drive a shit ton. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, like, one of my favorite albums for a while. And then I, I kind of mm-hmm. liked K.O.D. I like some of his earlier mixtapes, but, like, I wasn't a big fan of, like, For Your Eyes Only, and it wasn't necessarily... Well, I guess I liked some of For Your Eyes Only. I think the song For Your Eyes Only is very good. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think, like, his mixtapes are good. But other than that, I don't know. J. Cole's kind of whatever. I think there's, like, I'd... a... Do you know who Big Quint yeah. is? Like, the YouTuber? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a quote where he's like, uh, "J. Cole's like watered down chocolate milk." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how he is. Like, you yeah. know, it's uh, it's not again, it's not very potent, very yeah. strong. Like, it's just like, oh, this is yeah. fun. He's a very inoffensive it, it, rapper most it, of the time. Mm-hmm. Like it, like if you're itching for new rap, like new mainstream rap, like oh yeah, that'll that'll do, I guess. Yeah. Like it's not like I'm not pulling out getting like the most extravagant shit but like it'll it'll do like i'm hungry it'll yeah, it's it'll fine do. uh yeah uh, how do you feel about the the migos currently i saw a ton of people on the timeline earlier getting up or not a couple people were just trashing the migos for whatever reason that a bunch of people were like defending them i'm not i'm not it's sure what's weird, going on but <laughs> it's a weird space for them because like all three of them are in, individually are in very weird spaces like mm-hmm. Quavo did some you know yeah very dicey things i don't think that he was awful just like by looking at the video or whatever but he definitely found himself in a space that he could have avoided an offset you know serial cheater or whatever and take off he's got his own allegations that i don't even want to touch right now but like migos as a whole like they're in a weird space because they're just like oh yeah culture three dropping this week and i was like so what was the build-up to this like are we rolling it out are we doing this and you know i watched like quavo explain it he was like um he was like yeah no we wanted to wait a year because you know we perform these songs and it goes off in the clubs and how are we gonna play this when it wasn't without the clubs but i was like yeah but like there's mad music this year you could have rolled it out and like people would have got behind it if you just put the energy behind it but you know then now we just got the i needed song which was a year yeah into a year early which sucks because that song is great but then there's like straightening which is like it's a good rap song yeah. and it's it's really good but like nobody cared about it because there was nothing behind it it was just like mm-hmm. oh yeah new Migo song good <laughs> yeah i it, i felt kind of like that about the Migos for a while i guess like um it was like 2017 when culture 2 dropped was it 2017 was that culture 1 or culture 2 i don't remember culture 1 was uh 2017 at the top and then culture 2 was uh 2018 okay uh, i remember i was in high school still when culture 1 dropped and like a weird i lived in like a small town but there was still weirdly like a bunch of i guess like a bunch of like teenage white kids like rap music anyways 
mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily weird, but like uh, for living in a, such a small town, I did. It was weird how many people liked Amigos, I guess. Uh, oh but, no, like they they reach out to small yeah. town white kids more than anything because they yeah. like they bring something that they've never experienced before. So it was like going like it like it's like if you went to like the amazon for the first time that's how it was for like white teenagers discovering the migos they're like whoa it's so new and cool i want one yeah it was weird for me because like i grew up in uh, i grew up in a small town and a big town at once because my parents were divorced so i moved to the capital every couple weekends or whatever and uh, live with my dad and then i would go back and live with my mom during the week for the most part so, like, it was weird, like, seeing, like, cultural differences, because, like, uh, clearly in the big town, everyone, like, uh, you, you see more, like, a diverse area, so, like, more people are going to, like, rap music or whatever. Um, <laughs> but then it, it was weird, because, like, I always had, like, um, I always had friends that liked rap music, but when I went to, like, a small town or whatever, it wasn't, it, was, it wasn't necessarily the kids I would ever want to hang out with that liked rap music. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's a big difference, and it's weird, because, like, I was living in a small town in alaska like mm-hmm. and it was maybe like 200 people at the at the high school not very many people yeah that's but funny. um like you would see these kids and i was like oh this is so far separated from anything that's real like they've never really mm-hmm. experienced this thing before so oh, they're yeah. like it's so funny it's... there was like a, a soundcloud rapper in my hometown growing up and like he would rap about like uh like um pushing drugs or like gun violence or whatever like dude you live in a town of three thousand people i don't think you're i don't think you're you're not this is not your life trapping to three thousand people you yeah, gotta understand yeah you know gotta bring gotta bust out the ak in iowa yeah trapping to your friends dylan and uh dalton tanner and <laughs> skyler yeah dalton shit, shit's dalton rough and tanner. shit's rough in small town iowa i tell you what Dalton and Tanner, people named Dalton and Tanner, like, immediately give me the shivers, because I'm just like, yeah. oh boy. Nah, it's... Like, you can imagine who they are already. Yeah, it was very funny. Like, uh, there was, like, three, I think, non-white kids at my school. So I was... Oh, was oh. Yeah. oh my gosh. Because that, that, that same thing, I went to, um, I went to the small town in Alaska, and the school, it was like, it was like one native kid one native american kid and like three black people and i thought i was in like uh this was not too long either before or after get out but like i i was like whoa i was like this is really uncomfortable (laughs) yeah like i mean obviously like i'm white so i didn't really think anything of it until like i was a little older but like looking back on it it was very weird i didn't really have any like uh, interaction with people that weren't white until I was, or I guess, like, not, like, suit, like I mean, like, in a school setting, like, I've definitely... Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, it, it was weird that, like, I grew up mostly around white people. Like, I didn't really think about it at the time, but, like, that, yeah, it, yeah. it is very weird looking back on it, that it's, there's just commun- pocket communities everywhere of just, like, one race. <laughs> yeah, you, you really only see that, like, and more often until you realize it. Now, me personally, like, I, you know, I look the way i do but like i didn't really hang i didn't really hang around a lot of white people that wasn't really my group because like i didn't i just couldn't relate to a lot of what they had going on so like i was i would hang around uh black kids hispanic kids Mm -hmm. and then you know i would like at some point i would venture into every group because i was just cool like that or whatever but you know when i moved to that small town in alaska i was like wait it's 
all white people here and i was like oh god like where do i where do i fit in because like this is like i'm i felt like i was in a new mm-hmm. habitat that i wasn't welcome in yeah it's definitely i i mean it's it's definitely like weird to think about like just all the um all the situations you don't uh, see yourself in just because you're uh, one race like i i assume like the kids at my school that were like different races kind of probably felt the same way uh at least a little bit like uh like there's no other like i'm just like the one asian kid there like they can't really like super relate to anyone just because uh they're not being like uh bullied yeah, for I mean, the race they, or whatever so. yeah they weren't there all like they no. weren't there the whole time no yeah it's it's definitely strange it's it's like I, it's hard to talk about just because it's like you know it's i it's good to talk about, but I mean, it's hard for me to like have anything like of substance to say because yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, listen, if you grew up around that the whole time, like as long yeah. as you don't blend yourself in with that, mm-hmm. you know, group, and you're like being a part of the problem, like you know, that's fine. Yeah. Like you can't really help but not be in the fucking area. Like you can't just be like, oh well. I realize where I am now, so now I gotta yeah. pack up and leave to X place. Like it's fine. Like as long as you don't yeah. uh, find yourself in a situation where you're becoming one of those people that are yeah. insensitive or no. callous to these it's, sort of things. It's one of those things. Like once I turn like sixteen or seventeen, I realize like yeah, I probably need to get out of this town and go <laughs> see more <laughs> of the world. So like the 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 closest I could do was move to uh, Des Moines or whatever the capital, which is it's the most diverse place I've lived, obviously, but. Yeah. It's, it's like I could move to California or like Chicago or something, but yeah, I I didn't I didn't move around my whole life, so like this yeah. is, it isn't too like I've embraced just about every culture that you can imagine. It was yeah. like it's it's cool to experience these things, and once you're out of that area, like it, I started in Alabama, then I would move to like Atlanta. I would go to uh, like Central Florida, Panhandle, like florida georgia line florida yeah. fucking california phoenix alaska puerto rico like i didn't experience all these things mm-hmm. and it gives you a greater appreciation for being um, yeah. like all accepting because you get to experience all these cultures like you know i get to pull up to the to one of the get-togethers at like the at like the spanish function like all where all the all my puerto rican friends are at or my puerto rican family like it, i get to pull up at those functions and then i get to hang with a lot of my dad's side of the family that are um you know that predominantly black people or like you know my mom like you know it's uh white people hmm. there so like i get to experience all these things and i just get to embrace what i what i can and you know be like all right well this is me and this other thing doesn't really embrace me as much but you know i'll like i i get it yeah yeah i mean i i do obviously i want to start like traveling and uh, move around and stuff as soon as i'm done with college which is going to be a bit because i got like a, a year or ch- and change left and so yeah. I, like after that i'll try to like uh, save up money for a bit and maybe go traveling or move i don't know but yeah <laughs> i don't know I, the I just, only the, yeah. the only thing that i can say is don't move to california no i wouldn't I wouldn't recommend that to anybody unless you're like legit ready for it. Like I, I would not. I I don't know if I would want to move to California either. I think like if I was going to move somewhere, I I like the cold a lot for whatever weird reason. 
Mm-hmm. So, so I was going to move somewhere. It might be like Toronto or... Uh, oh, big Canada. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just like the cold. I don't know. Like maybe like uh, fucking uh, Minneapolis or something. I don't know. But mm. I, that's the one place I haven't been is like the Northwest where like Minnesota or like places yeah. that I just flat out refuse to believe are real. Like Montana is not a real place. <laughs> yeah. That's where like that's where the CIA is. Yeah, sure. like Montana, Wyoming. Uh, those are yeah, those, like those nobody goes areas. there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's there. Like I, I was probably barely a state. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, like I like I know I knew Iowa just off very limited things. So I'm like, all right, I guess I gotta acknowledge Iowa, but yeah. I ain't never met nobody that was like, Oh yeah, I'm from Montana. Yeah, no, I've never I, I think like I've met like someone that said they're from Wyoming, but I, I can't be completely sure that they were lying to me or not. So Yeah, people people like only knew Wyoming for real for real because Kanye went there because yeah. again that's where the CIA was. Yeah, like I can name all fifty states, but I don't I don't think half of them. Could you have point it out on the? Could could you point them all out on a map? Uh, Montana, I could just because it's weirdly shaped. Uh, Wyoming, I'm kind of iffy on. Yeah, like Wyoming, I couldn't tell you where. It's like I don't know. I, New I, Hampshire is perhaps yeah. somewhere towards the top where New Maine is, it's, but I, I think it's point directly. It I think it's directly west of Maine or east or west of Maine. My bad, west of Maine. So here you go, studying your yeah. social studies. I, you really I, kept I, I know mind. my I know my states pretty well. I think I can, I can name all of them in like alphabetical. I can't do the capitals. Like there's people who can do the capitals. Like, That's I nuts. I don't I don't have the want to learn the capitals. I'm fine. Yeah, no, I, it's weird. I couldn't pick out certain states, but like I know the South very well. Yeah, that's just that's who I am, really. Yeah, I think you. I think people inherently just kind of know the area they grew up in more. Like I know Iowa. I definitely know all the surrounding states. So. Um, yeah, I, I like I only say like people always like, oh, where are you from? Like I just say the South very broadly because I don't move around too much for me to really pick yeah. one place. Yeah. But, like, the South is where I knew, like, I, the I, South is home to me. <laughs> I sometimes just say the Midwest because I don't want to, like, say that I'm from Iowa. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, like, like, that might be, like, a, a conversation stopper. Like, oh, you from Iowa, like, word I could, fam. Yeah, I, I uh, like, I, I'll just travel to, like, Orlando or some shit, and I just, I start talking to people, and I tell them I'm from Iowa, and then they're just like, why? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, why? <laughs> why are you from Iowa? I don't know, man. <laughs> My mom decided this is where I needed to live. I'm not sure. <laughs> a tough spot to be in like i just i couldn't imagine or like Uh, being from montana like i can only imagine like government witness protection people are there (laughs) i need to move to a bigger city so when i have a kid they have something to talk about in life yeah i'm like oh i'm from houston sweet there's a culture there but like you're from i don't know what the what else is but what's another like very obscure state that nobody talks about like uh i don't know fucking vermont Vermont that I definitely I see I don't forgot Vermont was a state yeah like let a, like nobody's from there there's there's really nothing to go off of if someone says they're from Vermont like I don't know what you even ask yeah like what's the follow-up question there like oh, oh yeah, cool. what's Vermont know. like uh, oh, it's, it's Vermont I was like, okay. I don't know there's trees <laughs> it's, I don't know it's north it's just basically Canada like I don't know <laughs> yeah like it's it's, it's seems like a weird place like they couldn't like i'm very certain that some of these places are just like portals into another worlds that we just aren't aware of like i don't know maybe vermont's amazing and we're just tripping <laughs> no it probably is uh, if anyone listens to this from vermont they're gonna get on me about how cool their state is there's a lot of people who have weird like patriotism just for their state 
So patriotism is a weird thing in general. Like, yeah. bro, you're in America, fam. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, it it's very weird to me that people get like super excited because just because they were born somewhere. But you know, what am I gonna? Like, respectfully, fuck where you're from. Yeah. <laughs> like I like I embrace the South, but like there's a lot. Like you just embrace what's good and what's bad about it. But like, yeah. I can't sit here and be like, oh, I love America. Like, nah, no, man. I don't. I like America it, ain't shit. It's 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 just been like a weird like uh path I've had over the last couple of years where I just slowly start realizing America isn't what they taught us in school it was. <laughs> Oh, like they they made us like very early on. They made us sing, and I'm proud to be an American. Where at least I know I'm free. And I'm like, what? <laughs> You're at least, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where at least I know. I'm like, yeah. at least that's yeah. it. I was like, I have nothing else at going it, for me, but at least I uh, I have freedom of speech. I guess I don't know. It's it's wild, especially considering like yeah. we like our very early childhoods were post 9-11 so yeah. like that's where patriotism was ramped up to an insane degree because it's like oh well america invaded i was like i get it <laughs> yeah there's a there's a lot of like weird or bad things about america i don't think america is like the piss poor worst country i think a lot of people get that confused it's just i want america to be better than it is like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like letting, they're just letting me down. <laughs> america america is like ben simmons you want like it's very obviously <laughs> good but you would like them to improve yeah because like i mean it's there's only like a handful of countries i would consider like better than america or like doing things in their country better than america's doing them but like there, there's you could be living in like a third world country or north korea right yeah now or something, so. it could be much worse yeah, but yeah. like you know it could be better yeah but there, there isn't like a ton of reason to actually have patriotism for where you live or anything so no 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 no. i mean this and the whole universe is kind of rough like we're all kind of melting very slowly so like it's hard to be like oh yeah well i'm happy like nah ain't not like now i see more and more why people are very sad on the internet because it's yeah. like man ain't shit sweet <laughs> like you know there there was a there was a gradual transition i'd always say it's 2014 where everybody just like very they just stopped immediately and i do put a lot of this blame on the music at the time it was very sad because lord put out royals yeah. and that was i hate that song so much <laughs> but um it's like it's very sad and gloomy which is fine but like they, it was very like it looked down upon things like it, you yeah. know every song is about like gold teeth and you know chains and cars and shit but i'm like what's wrong with gold teeth and chains and cars like that's fine yeah, like come need, on man more of that. Not I, a need, lot of... I need more hype music in my life yeah, like you know, like before we used to have Pitbull, and yeah. like once Royals came out, like it was almost shamed a little bit to like Pitbull because it was like, oh man, this is so bad, and you know whatever. And I'm just like, bro, Pitbull's having fun. Yeah, why like, aren't y'all having it, fun? It did shift from like Pitbull or like LMFAO and Black Eyed Peas making shit to like uh, Lord and uh, Billie Eilish making music, and I think they make good music for the most part, but it's just like, um. Like it, it is very like uh, downer heavy. It's it it does yeah, yeah, put yeah. you in a weird mood if you're listening to their stuff. Most yeah, and I'm not I'm not putting down Lord and like Billy because I love Billy Eilish's music. I think Lord's music is good, but like there are plenty of like 
bad knockoffs that like yeah. add to the music ecosystem that yeah. became popular music for a long time where everything was just like downbeat as hell. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is boring. Y'all mm-hmm. are boring and y'all aren't saying anything that's new. Like at least with Pitbull, he was having fun. Mm-hmm. with the black eyed peas lmfao like i thought their music was bad but at least it wasn't boring yeah. it was just like egregious mm-hmm. and again this leads back to the same thing like i would much rather you offend uh, i would much rather you offend me than bore me yeah uh, how do you feel about like the new like uh, trend of making like two and a half minute like tiktok songs where it's just mostly chorus yeah it's a weird it's, i i haven't been on uh tiktok like i've yeah. th- i like i heard about tiktok and i was like cool i refuse yeah. to download this and I've, i like active i've actively avoided it i've yeah. almost caved in a few times but i've been on it a few times it just kind of sucks that like most of the charts are just taken over by a bunch of not i wouldn't know like one hit wonders but they're just a bunch of people i've just never heard of which i guess is good because they want people in there but like all yeah. their songs are like two and a half minutes, like two minutes long, and they're all just the chorus of the song with like a verse, just because yeah. they want to, all for like one section of the song to just be put onto like a ton of TikTok videos. Yeah, and it's, it, I'm fine with people making songs that get like organically put on there, but it like a ton of people, and I guess like Drake has also done it as well, where they just make mm-hmm. songs with like a part specifically for TikTok, and then they get a bunch mm-hmm. of people to use it. Uh, to boot yeah. numbers, which is it, it just kind of annoys me because they're it's also not good music. <laughs> if it was, if think... the songs were good, I wouldn't care. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it's so weird because I had spent a good time like studying pop music and how it existed, and it was just so strange considering the circumstances we were in last year. And I was like, well, this is the only way one should put out anything because this is the one place that people are migrating to. That's where a lot of the concentration's at. So it's weird on like a song standpoint because you look at a song, like there's one song that just had like the sample and the beat behind it. And then there was like this white dude that rapped over it, but that wasn't a part of all the TikToks. It got popular because like the beat Mm -hmm. uh, was all over these very wholesome TikToks or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, this is bad. Or, like, this other song will be like, oh, well, it has this little part of the TikTok, and therefore it got popular because that little one part people were searching for. And it's interesting because of, like, a strategy point of view, but I don't think it's that sustainable. I don't think, like, when things open up, I don't think that that's going to be the sole means of how these things get popular because, you know people are going to be living again so should like tiktok like it'll be a strategy more than it is like a means of getting popular like i know a lot of people don't listen to the radio anymore but like a lot of those songs can't fill out like radio time or like they're Mm -hmm. not necessarily good songs like playing the club or whatever like i don't know if people are trying Mm -hmm. to listen to tiktok songs in the club but no but people are doing like tiktok dances in the club which yeah. is so funny to me like i've seen a i've seen a, a video of somebody doing one of the little tiktok shits in the club when yeah, it's the, first starting yeah. to open up i was like this is the most deranged behavior i've ever seen yeah it's very it's very weird it's also like mostly white people who can't really do the tiktok dances very mm-hmm. well or they kind of like appropriate other people's tiktok dances and they're just doing them really poorly so yeah it's very yep. like I don't, I don't really That's know who Addison Ray is. I know she's a TikToker, but like the only thing I've ever seen of her was like a Jimmy Fallon sketch where she's just like 
doing dances and then I had someone put like a clip of like the original dance next to it and they're just like just washing her mm-hmm. it's just yeah it's not yeah. very much effort but you know yeah. uh, you know they're you make millions of dollars like, just because you're you know like oh they're like oh yeah you're cute and we're gonna have you do this thing like i think there's someone else out of the tiktok shit that has like their own like yeah. fucking show and i'm just like well what yeah. like who can People have like legit stock in these people, and I guess I've just outgrown it. I'm only 21, going on 22, but yeah. I guess I've outgrown it. I've always had much yeah. more of an old soul, so I didn't really like, yeah, get a lot of shit. But no, that was like my same thing. I kind of felt about Vine. I know I was never super into Vine as much as other people were, and like a, yeah. a ton of people got like famous off of it. Like, uh, case in point, the fucking Logan Paul fight that was last weekend. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's very weird how social media apps can, like, propel someone's thing just because they were, uh, I don't, I don't even know, because I, I didn't think Jake Paul and Logan Paul were, like, funny. Like, I, I don't know anything of, like, any. They're not. They're not. Like, I guess they're attractive, I guess, but, like, I don't, I don't I know. No, but, like, I mean, I, I like, don't get you know, it. they're, yeah. they're white, and they have, yeah. like, an audience full yeah. of, like, I didn't, they did, like, um, oh my gosh, the days where, like, YouTubers did, like, rap songs and shit. Yeah. And that was very dark, like, the rice gum age, and I was yeah. like, that's... That was when I first heard about Jake Paul, was, like, uh, when he yeah. dropped that that's rap song that era. or whatever. But it's I, I, every I, day, bro? Yeah, yeah oh I just I just don't get it. I don't understand what people would see in Jake or Logan Paul. I, I know it's mostly for, like, at least it was mostly for kids. I don't think they make, like, kids content anymore. I don't know what they're making or who they're making it I, for. I don't but... think to be honest, I don't think they make anything anymore. Like, I think they're on their last grasps. Yeah. Like, I've seen I've seen these things play out. These things don't last. No. Like, they pivoted to boxing, and they, like, that life's shelf does not go no. that far. I mean, we'll see. They're going a lot longer than I thought they were already, so, I mean, I think they're just on borrowed time but right now. So. On, on, an, on another type of situation, like, you know, we're just now opening up. Yeah. So like last year we didn't have anything but to look at Logan yeah. Paul and Jake Paul do yeah, whatever the fuck because like what else <laughs> what else are we gonna do no, like you true. you got you got funneled into my timeline because people are just engaging. Yeah, with that. I'm hoping now that I can start going outside and going out and doing shit or bars or whatever. I'm on Twitter a lot less and I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not arguing with people enough. But I mean, again, yeah, you you make good friendships and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm probably gonna be like outside but the big thing for me is i'm probably gonna be working because i've been out of work for a year and a half which has been writing like hell yeah <laughs> well that's good uh yeah you you have been talking about you writing to me a little bit about just how, how excited you are for the the future and i i believe it you are from what i've read so far you're a very talented writer so hopefully you can uh, continue and get uh, more money for what you do <laughs> I al- I always vary on whether or not I approach it like yeah I'm the shit yeah. or like yeah I'm all right. I always pivot back to yeah I'm all right. Like I I just I care a lot. Yeah. I think that's the big thing. Like if you care about what you're doing, things yeah. and you're genuine with people, you're always going to succeed. Like the the worst thing that you could do is come into this with ulterior motives. Like oh yeah. I want to do this because I'm a you know, I'm gonna make money off of this. I'm like, if I didn't make money off of this and I just did a job and I did like my writing shit to people, to my audience or whatever that cared about me, like, and they interacted with it, like, cool. Like, yeah. that's that's what I did when I first started getting into this, like, early last year. Is you know, I was just writing on the medium and I would put something out every other week. 
and and you know it was just like you know people are gravitating to what i had to say because all i had was you know me talking shit that's why i'd go so well on a podcast like i'm good to ramble for an hour or two yeah but you know with 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 writing i just i i care and a Mm -hmm. lot of people come into this with ulterior motives like you know i'm gonna make money off of this but like do you really have anything to say yeah you do you have anything worth saying uh do you care about this and i care about like music as the only thing to me like the music is what i care about the most i would not be here without the music Mm -hmm. if i didn't grow up on 106 and park if i wasn't attached to the radio if i didn't harass my mom for the first chris brown album or whatever like i wouldn't be here without those memories or anything and i i care and i think people sense that and i'm genuine with people i don't bullshit people so i think that's why people gravitate towards me and my writing and i think that's why things have opened up for me the way they have because i just don't i don't come at it from an angle like i'm just trying to get something out of people or i'm trying to get something out of the field i'm doing it because i give a fuck yeah i yeah i agree uh i think yeah it's about uh, 80 minutes so far so i think that's probably enough for the podcast but uh yeah no I, listen listen, listen you yeah. found it you found a good way to stop because trust me like i'm again yeah. I've, the last one that i was on went two hours 11 minutes the yeah. one before that went like two and a half hours like i uh, really go for it i i try not to get these above an hour 20 just because like it, it is a lot of dedication for someone listening to this to want to sit here for 80 minutes but yeah, uh, yeah, I, I do yeah. appreciate the people that end up making it this far. It's kind of what I do when uh, I ever have like uh, Mexican Mamba Robert on. Uh, he, I, I, I have to kind of, I have to kind of uh, wrangle him up too because yeah, he gets a little uh, into what he's talking about. So, <laughs> or Insider Rob always got something to say. Yeah, he's uh, he's always on top of it. But uh, yeah, again, thank you for coming on. Uh, you can plug your shit if you want, quick, and then. Uh, yeah, shit, man. You can find me uh, on Twitter, Caleb underscore Catlin23. Mm-hmm. I write about, I talk about wrestling, music, movies, whatever the fuck I feel like talking about. Uh, I write, uh, I was on Billboard, Passion of the Weiss, all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just the way you can find me is on my Twitter account, and I'll, you know, I'll be talking my shit, and I'll release something very soon i just i took on a lot of work at once so you know it's been a little slower than i would like but uh yeah follow me at caleb catlin under at caleb underscore catlin 23 for any and all updates and of course listening to more talking sack of course (laughs) of course yeah and every we always have uh weekly episodes so if anyone made it this far and likes what they listen to uh we'll we'll be back next week again so Again, uh, everyone, thank you for listening. And uh, Caleb, hope you have a good rest of your day. Yeah, sweet, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Take care.